Howdy folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Retire, and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, I'm referring to growth in our relationship with God and, 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 and our relationships with one another. What I'd like to do in this episode today is provide a word of encouragement for those of you who have this encouraging way about you. (laughs) There was a guy in the book of Acts, his name is Barnabas, and Barnabas was a man who had literally the ability to encourage people, and when he did, stuff would happen in their life. He would come alongside of people and give them a word of encouragement, and it would be one of those words that someone just needed to hear. They needed to hear something that would give them some courage, man. It would give them strength. And courage, right? The word and means in. Courage. It means to put courage inside of somebody, to speak courage into somebody. I like that, man. Encouragement. To be able to encourage people is really, really, really important because, obviously, we live around and with a lot of discouragement. Things that bring us down or that can bring us down, that weigh us down, things that we confront that are just wrong. We live in a world that is a mixed bag, right? There are good things that take place, and then there are things that are just really evil. Plain and simple, they are evil. They're dark. They're wrong. And because we live in that world, we don't even have to participate in the acts themselves. It's just like having coal dust in the air. We get dirty just by being around. And we need to get clean. We need to have things that just kind of wash that off. And sometimes a good word of encouragement can be like providing someone with a little bit of soap and water so they can wash themselves off. You could feel better. You could just see things a little more clearly. I had a friend of mine recently. I call him Mark the Shark, right? Mark Mark the Shark, coolest cat I know, man. And one of the, uh, I'm going to have him on this podcast one of these days and you are going to be blown away. But 
I spoke with him and we were just talking and he has this ability to provide encouragement. It's not like he's trying to come up with something slick to say. He's actually very low-key in most all the things that he does. However, God, yes, the creator of the universe, God, by his spirit, uses Mark to provide encouragement. It's powerful. The other day he was just talking and he said, you know, I'd rather be an inch wide and a mile deep spiritually than being a mile wide and shallow, an inch deep. (laughs) And it was a word that I needed to hear because periodically I struggle with things when it comes to people managing the way that get-togethers and gatherings need to take place. And I get it. You know, it's like having a parade. We get to arrange how the parade goes, and it's God's parade. The church is God's church, and he allows us or lets us arrange things in a certain way. But sometimes, sometimes, it's like we arrange things for other people and not God. We are a bit too people-centered and not God-sensitive. More seeker-sensitive than God-sensitive. And so I struggle with that. And I don't, in any instance, want to be critical. Because murmuring and gossip are deadly to the person who is expressing them, but also to the world around us. It's just negative. It's actually evil. So, struggling with things is not evil. It's honest. And I expressed to Mark the fact that I love things that are going on, except if we all had a steady diet of being just sensitive to the world around us and being centered in on what people think and how people respond to what we do, well, I'd be a nervous wreck. I wouldn't I wouldn't get anything done because I don't be thinking about what people are thinking. With God, that doesn't happen, fortunately. I don't have to be preoccupied with how I look, what I say, things like that when I'm speaking with God. I can speak with God in tongues for an hour and he loves it. I can shout, I can dance, I can give praise to God. I can get on my face. I can bow before him. And he doesn't think that that is strange. Now, people who don't know or don't have a relationship with God, don't know God or don't have a relationship with him, can look at that and say, that's weird, man. (laughs) What is that? Because oftentimes we are presented with a gospel that is very conservative, stoic, liturgical. It's in the door at nine and out the door by 10, whatever it would be, right? You got an hour, hour and a half tops, that's really radical. But by and large, it's a one hour slot that's given to God once a week. That's kind of like punching a clock. Well, uh, I mean, a little is better than nothing, but man, if I'm always just, as a believer, always just getting a little, I get shallow, man. I'm shallow. So having depth, The cry for depth. And the cry for depth isn't satisfied by public gatherings all the time. If that's the only place that a person 
gets nourishment and gets involvement with God, we need to back up and take a look at things because that's not where things are meant to be. Like, that's the only source. So, I have my own house. I have my own relationship with God. I can go as deep as I want to, and I'm free to express myself throughout the week any way I want to. So, for me to be concerned about things, I need to keep them at a level of concern and keep them in prayer. But that doesn't negate the fact that there is a cry that goes out from people. And I want to provide encouragement for those that are listening. If you happen to be in a setting that right now seems to be publicly a little more shallow than what you'd like, well, that doesn't prohibit you from yourself going deeper in your relationship with God. It just means that the public gathering needs your prayer. The leadership need your prayers behind the scenes, not gossiping like, well, you know, I don't think that pastor so-and-so or rabbi so-and-so is doing things exactly right. So let's pray for him. I think they need prayer. Or I heard that Bill is having an adulterous affair. I think he needs prayer. That's uh, just a gossip session, man. That's just a crazy gossip session using prayer as a disguise. I'm talking about really, if you want to see change take place, really pray. But back to encouragement. Being a person of encouragement to give courage to somebody is a powerful, powerful, simple thing for us to do. It's a way for us to begin taking risks. We talked about how do you spell faith? R-I-S-K, right? Risk, being a risk taker. One of the ways to take a risk is to ask God, God, please fill me with a heart of encouragement for people. And you can start with your family. Asking God to give you something encouraging to say to somebody. Something from him. A person doesn't have to say, thus says the Lord. You can just say to somebody, you know, man, I'd like to just, uh, I want to encourage you in this. And tell them something like, I want to encourage you in this. I see that you're doing things like planting this garden. And this garden is actually an expression of God. Man, thank you so much for being sensitive to that. You know, things that are meaningful, things that someone is actually doing or someone is thinking about doing and you have a word of encouragement for them, that encouragement goes a long way. It gives someone courage. And we live in a world where we need people to provide encouragement to one another. In fact, the Apostle Paul said that when we get together as believers in Jesus, we should be able to bring someone say, oh, I got a hymn that's on my mind, this beautiful hymn, or, you know, this psalm has just been burning in my heart, or, you know, God's given me this really cool spiritual song, man, I'd like to sing it, or I have a word of encouragement, a word of encouragement for you. We begin to share with one another. That's the body building the body up. And when we do that, it's a sign that we love each other. It's a sign that God is in our midst. And it's a sign for those who are looking in, because people do look. People are watching. Even if they're not telling you they're watching, they're watching. 
Sometimes they're watching just because they're people watchers. I'm a people watcher. I, I, I dig it. I like it. Okay. Other people are watching because they're angry and they just are snoopy. And other people are watching because they're curious and other people want to see if you're going to do something wrong. They hope you're going to do something wrong. But people are watching. <laughs> so when we get together and we love each other, because it's so uncommon in the world around us at large for people to actually love each other. People might lust each other. I mean, they might like get together for hookups and call that love or, you know, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours type thing, but not really love, unconditional love. But when people who love God are loved by God get together and demonstrate love, you can feel it. You can see it. You can just about smell it. It's tangible. It's palpable. And those who are outside of it, who don't have that, it impacts them. They're like, what is, what's it? To themselves first, what is this? And then maybe eventually they come to, what, what is it that's a little bit different than you guys are? It's really cool. I can't put my finger on it. Well, that's like a door wide open to begin to share about the life of Jesus Christ. So that the Holy Spirit can ride in on that and bring them into a relationship with Jesus. Encouragement. As we encourage each other, it's one of the ways that we can take risks. It's also a fulfillment in part, at least, for something that someone might be looking for or they might need. Sometimes we need a word of encouragement. Have you ever asked God, God, please, I, I just need some encouragement, Lord. I don't really know what to do. And for the life of you, just can't, you don't get anything. Well, if you're a person who is praying, saying, Lord, I just like to encourage people. And you have a word of it, a thought drop in your heart. That's probably not just you. That's more than likely the Holy Spirit giving you an impression as to what to do. Perhaps because someone has said, God, I need a word of encouragement, and you are the one who's going to deliver it. That is supernatural. It can look very natural, and it ought to be. We ought to be naturally supernatural people. We can be. We can function in a way that that becomes the operative norm, not the exception to the rule. So, what I'd like to do right now is take a moment and invite the Holy Spirit to impart to us his ability to provide encouragement, that the Barnabas, the Spirit of God, would be the one to provide encouragement both to us and through us so that we could be people that encourage one another. Father, <laughs> God, thank you so much for the fact that you provide the ultimate encouragement. Your encouragement pierces through anything it cuts through discouragement. It cuts through evil and gives us the strength that we need. Thank you, God, that you use us, that you want to use us, that you love using us, that we cooperate with you in love. Not out of obligation, but out of love, Lord. So fill our hearts, please, with your love. Holy Spirit, bring to us the ability of Barnabas to be people of encouragement. Literally, powerful, good encouragement 
delivered in a very naturally supernatural way. We present ourselves, we give ourselves, we offer our whole selves to you to be yours, to use in the way that you so choose. But we ask right now specifically to use us in the area of encouragement. And we pray these things, Father, standing here just like Jesus. We use his name. We pray in his name. Amen. 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 In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, folks. I love you. I hope your day goes well. If you have any thoughts, concerns, questions, a good story, whatever, please feel free to drop us a line at Life Around the Fire. If you've provided a word of encouragement for someone or you've received a word of encouragement, man, I'd love to hear about it. We'd love to hear about it. So, yeah, drop us a line at Life Around the Fire, all lowercase, all one word, Life Around the Fire at gmail.com. We'll get it. We'll respond to you. We look forward to it. In the meantime, God bless you. Adios, amigos.